millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Before we begin, welcome to Puma Podcast. We are new and we're currently playing experimenting with a few things find us on spotify and listen to our few episodes so far follow us din po sa facebook twitter and instagram and really we would love to hear what you think what you like what you don't like or what you'd like to hear more of unahan na po namin kayo this is not perfect Hopefully, you're with us in saying, well, at least it's a start. And hopefully, it is worth your support and your time to critique. We hope to hear from you. And sana, pakinggan nyo rin po kami. Now, halimbawa, here's something we're playing with. We're calling this Playlist ng Buhay Ko. Here's our pilot episode. Hope you like it. Depending on when you first heard his name or his work, your knowledge or image of our guest will likely be very different from somebody else's perception of him. May generational gap sa pagkilala sa kanya. Anak, Jeprox, scholar, poet, banda, lifestyle and entertainment reporter, weatherman, historian, Palanca Award winner, some people were genuinely jarred to hear him reporting in TV in Filipino, just as many young fans now are surprised to hear him speaking in English. Still counterculture, but now popular enough to help to sell everything from Tocino to rum nowadays, dating Jeprox na ngayon Jeprox pa rin, pero endorser. Hirap mahuli. We wonder about the journey of someone who has never allowed himself to be boxed in, not even by, one would presume, disciplinarian parents. In this episode of Soundtrack ng Buhay Ko, Ito na! Ito na! Ito na! Ito na! Lord de Vera, edad 43, 43 years old, living in Quezon City, working for the News and Public Affairs Department of TV5. First time we met, you were a writer, you were a reporter. I already knew then that you were uh, a poet. Then most people got to know you for radio, Radioactive Sago. They saw you as a singer, alt-rock. Then people knew you as an, an intellectual, a philosopher. And then now you are known for history. So ano ka? Hindi ko alam eh. I'm a strange beast because I am not exactly a journalist. I am not altogether a commentator. I am not entirely a weather forecaster. But now I get to do, well, I call it audiovisual commentary with a little bit of satire, political parodies, etc., etc. So in terms of weather, I give both the the, the physical weather, 
at the same time the sort of a social weather. Philosopher, I'm not so sure about that. A charlatan, probably. Historian, no, but I am interested in the more absurd and darker sides of Philippine history. You were born when? 1975, in Quezon City. Tatay mo polis, di ba? Tatay ko polis. I grew up on a street where five households, the head of the households, are policemen. Yung father ko was under the, the command of General Alfredo Lim. Mm. Yung father ko was a rookie cop noong first quarter storm. So, nung nagpapahaba kami ng buhok ng kapatid ko, sinasabi ng tatay ko sa breakfast table, Ang buhok mo Parang ganyan mga hinahampas namin sa Minjola noon. <laughs> so, napaka-assuring ng tatay ko. Actually, mas strict ni nanay ko. Yung nanay ko, strangely, was a professional pianist. Yun. So, yung kombinasyon na yun, ano? Polis sa pianista. What does a professional pianist do in the Philippines? Well, hindi siya yung classical pianist, although she can do classical. Well, she plays in events, ganun, in hotels, so, she plays standards. So, WPD yung Manila Police District at that time, yung tatay mo. Mm-hmm. You lived in Manila. No, Quezon City then. Quezon City. City. Well, sa Project 2. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, Jeprox ka talaga. Jeprox ako. Yeah. Totoo, talagang Jeprox. Kasi nanay ko ay kapatid ng original Jeprox. Si Mr. Hanopol. So, yung tatay mo, police, nanay mo is a musician. The original Jeprox, Mike Hanopol... What does that mean for a child growing up? You, you see the different perspectives. You see the perspectives of Jeff Rox experimenting with rock and roll and that lifestyle. But at the same time, having somebody like a policeman in charge of the household. I think it's the tension between the Jeff Rox rock and roll lifestyle that was very, very attractive at that time. At the same time, that disciplinarian slash authoritarian tendency of the household. You, but you said that that discipline element did not necessarily come from your father, more from your mother? Feeling ko, may enforcer niya lang nanay ko. Dati may nakita sila sa closet ko. Something na legal na in most states in America ngayon. Hindi nagsulatan yung tatay ko, yung nanay ko lang ang nagsabi. Alam ba anak, sabi ng tatay mo, pwede ka ipakulong dyan. <laughs> Ganun lang. So, very subtle, ano. Ilang taong ka nun? Early college yata, early high school. You mentioned Mike Hanopol. It was not a factor uh, growing up. There was no influence there? No influence. The influence was more or less parang musical osmosis because the records were always in the house. So when he finally came back from the States in the mid-90s, it was like meeting someone extremely familiar but a total stranger at the same time. A, a distant tito. He, was literally, he wasn't necessarily around you all the time. Yes, pag- yes. Pag- I think... One of my favorite words in the English language is the word avuncular. It's the adjectival form of uncle. Why are uncles the best? Because uncles give you that sense of distance. Kasi hindi mo naman tatay, diba? Tito ka. At the same time, dahil may elemento ng tugo, close ka pa rin. But, tinan mo, no? Uh, what's a typical interaction with an uncle like? No? It is your uncle who will expose you to your first Playboy. Your first Betamax pornographic experience probably came from your older cousin or your uncle. It never happens with the dad. So there's something about that distance that 
the uncle affords you as a young boy. Sa kaso ko with my Tito Mike, ano na siya, matanda na rin ako noon. Medyo may distansya nga ng konti. Na. Nag-roadie ako sa kanya eh. So, may, may gano'n kami relationship. Ako tagabuhat ng gitara niya. Boss ko siya. This might be a good time to talk about the the playlist that we asked you to, mm-hmm. ano, I mean, was t- tell me a song from your early years that's on, on this playlist. Sige, since we mentioned Project and Jeprox, this is a cut from the last album of the Juan de la Cruz band called Project. It shows the brilliance of the Pepe Smith brand of wordplay, you know, na may raming double untanned. Project 2, 3, and 4, kailangan ng umiscore sa chorus. 5 and 6, 7, 8, bitin na bitin sa isang guhit. Yun. So, kung narinig mo yon 8 years old, 9 years old ka, of course, yung attention mo muna doon sa riff kasi if you play that by today's standards, it is still a kick-ass riff, no? One of the classic riffs in, in Pinoy rock. But at the same time, the line, okay ang mga project, para kang nasa airport, hindi na bumababa, hindi na inaantok. It took me several years to actually understand what it was all about. It was not until a neighbor explained to me what the lyric actually meant or what they suggest. Jeprox na, na term obviously spoke of a lifestyle. Did you associate anything else with it? I mean, growing up in the 70s, especially with a, with a, with a father under martial law, did, did the term Jeprox uh, mean anything to you other than the lifestyle? It mostly conjures in my head. Not really a lifestyle, but more a, a geographic reality. No? I think there was something about the economic nature of the projects that gave rise or gave birth to this beast called the Jeprox. It was middle to lower middle class and mostly it was government employees and a lot of them were teachers. So you would have all these middle class, lower middle class kids coming from educated households but at the same time, so you would assume that there's a disciplinary environment But at the same time, it was the 60s or the 70s, and there was the dawning of a new consciousness, a new experimentation with certain things, certain lifestyles. So it's a collision of two worlds. And you could probably see that in those projects. There was something about the projects that, I guess, people in gated villages and communities cannot or would never understand. Uh, where did you go to school? I went to a public elementary school. In high school, I went to Coleo de San Juan de Latran. And for college, I, again, I went to another Dominican school, the University of Santo Tomas. Why UST? UP dapat eh. Mag-college of music dapat ako sa classical guitar major. 
hindi na ako tumuloy. Marami kasi nagsasabi noon, hindi mo matatapos yan. Tingnan mo yung mga nag enroll na classical guitar major, hindi na natapos. Bakit? Kasi nagbabanda sila lahat. Nung high school pa lang ako, nag-extension course na ako sa UP College of Music ng classical guitar. Kapasyan na ako dun sa unang ano eh. Ah, sige, let's talk about your next talk. Okay. Uh, this is a piece called uh, Variations on a Theme by Mozart performed by Andres Segovia. So Segovia is why you you once upon a time dreamt of uh, becoming a music major? Yes. Uh, actually, ganda pattern. Rockstar muna, new wave, tapos classical guitar. <laughs> so, nauna yung rock-rock bago yung classical. Kasi nung in-enrollo ko nung nanay ko sa Yamaha, tapos UP, kala ko tuturuan lang mag- <coughs> mga paiyak ng gitara doon. So, hindi pala. <laughs> Tuturuan ka palang mag... Ah, okay. So, na-appreciate ko naman. Tapos, itong, itong pyesang nadinig ninyo, siya yung nagbigay sa akin ng, my God, ito yung posibilidad na pwedeng gawin ng anim na strings lamang. Parang universo siya ng textures, ng ritmo, ng sound. Galing. Are you still legally blind? Not anymore. Oh, thank you to TV5. Nag-ex-deal sila ng LASIK. So, dati 1,500 siya. Ngayon, parang 99 or 100 na lang. Grade 2, I started wearing eyeglasses with grades of 600. Which means prior to grade 2, they didn't know that you had... Kasi wala uh, naman akong basis for comparison na ganun pala. Akala ko malabo lang talaga yung mundo, di ba? So, akala ko ganun din TV. Tapos, chicken and egg situation, sinasabi ng parents ko. Alam mo, kaya lumabaw mata mo kasi ang lapit-lapit pong manood ng TV. Hindi eh, eh, ko alam na ganun pala. Na dapat manood ka pala ng TV na malayo. Yun ang kaya ko tingnan. What, what does that to, to do to you when you grow up? I, ikaw yung nerd in the class. Ikaw yung may Coca-Cola glasses. Bullied ka lagi. Yan. So, kailangan mo mag-fight back. Kaya ka makikinig ng punk rock. <laughs> ito uh, galing sa Black Sabbath Pumagat ito, Snowblind Kasi dito ko talaga naintindihan Kung ano yung ibig sabihin ng metal Hindi lang yung metal as Dinadaan sa volume yung tugtog na Pero yung yung sensibilidad talaga na meron kang pinupukpok at dinadala na mabigat sa mundo. Not necessarily sorrowful or anguished, but yung idea lang of heaviness as an aesthetic. Everything conspires to pushing you towards reading. I was a late bloomer in terms of being an appreciator of literature. It was not until in my second year college when I came under uh, the tutelage of Dr. Ofelia de Malanta. 
in a creative writing class in, in USD. The way she talked about how to appreciate the power and the beauty of writing, how certain words seemingly innocuous or innocent, when strung together, creates a magical, mysterious effect no, on your psyche. It was one of those satori moments that one class totally changing how you look at the world and how you look at life. And of course, your, your course. So, I was intending to actually take a political science, but when I was when I enrolled in her class, it totally changed the course in both senses of the word. No, under her, sabi ko parang parang masarap magbasa at masarap magsulat. You were a scholar of the Philippine Daily Inquirer. I was recommended. Tapos they they gave me an exam. Tapos uh, interview with the great Let Jimenez Magsanok, Marixi Prieto, and the late Isagani Yambot. Tumakbo ako from Taft, papuntang UN Avenue, yung dating inquirer office. Pinapunta nila ako sa WPD para mag-interview ng preso. Gawan, gumawa raw ang storya. So, ang in-interview ko, hindi ko na maalala yung mga sinagot ko ng interview. Pero yung ginawa ko ng storya, alala ko in-interview ko ay nakasaksak dahil nag-agawan sila ng kariton. You're a Philippine Daily Inquirer scholar. There was no obligation on your part to start with the Inquirer. Why did you start your career with, with today? Two words. Freeze hiring. Freeze hiring yung PDI noon. So, sorry. Ready-ready na sana ako pumasok noon. Tapos parang two years or a year after ako nag-work na para sa today. Eh kasi naman yung today, to my mind, was the most progressive, the most beautifully laid out and most beautifully read users of the English language at, along with the Chronicle siguro nung panahon na yun. I was a big fan of the paper even before I joined. Talk about the paper. Talk about the people there because now, I mean, now people cannot associate uh, well, a lot of the figures there. Diba? Primarily, Teddy Boy Loxin. Uh, they currently um, the new DFA secretary. Uh, yeah. So, Teddy Boy Loxin, you, you mentioned that a millennial now, they don't, they have, they literally have no idea of a newspaper, much less uh, yes. the uh, Teddy Boy Loxin as a writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, big names there, Jessica Zafra, Mismo. Manolo Quezon, Chuchay um, Fernandez, our managing mm-hmm. editor. The photographers. The photographers, oh. Manny Goloyugo, mm-hmm. Bernard Testa. Uh, talk about, I mean, as a fresh graduate walking into that newsroom and what did that newsroom represent? It was like Every day, sitting at the feet of the masters. The masters not conscious that they are masters. The masters creating for you an environment that basically demolishes that boss-employee kind of relationship. No, ganda eh. Tapos, that sense of sarcasm, that appreciation for, for intelligent pros, mga ganyan. Yung siguro yung talagang appreciate ko. I stayed there for six years, Rob. No? Yung boss mo, magawa kami dati ng layout. May time na parang parang sex scandal yun eh. So parang may pinaphotoshop kami. May, 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 may model na nakabrief lang. Tingin si Teddy Boy, akala ko papagalitan kami sa niya. Can't you find someone with bigger balls? <laughs> Yan ang boss ko. Yeah. To describe Rafael Alunan dati in one editorial. Rafael Alunan, the only cabinet member who does not resemble a hemorrhoid. <laughs> wow, galing neto po siya. 
when you started, you were in the lifestyle section. Yes. Under Abe Florendo. I started and ended with the lifestyle section. Oh. It was the best beat in the world. Kasi junkets, full coverage, personality profiles, walang word limit. Bahala ka kung anong paano mo sulatan yan. Ang galing-galing magsulat ni Abe Florendo, editor namin. Oh my God! Grabe! Nakakatunaw ng tuhod yung prosa niya. Parang beginning to end, wala siyang boring sentence, ganun, wala siyang boring word, word choice. So isipin mo yun yung editor mo. Okay? Ang gagaling din ng mga kasama mo, yung mga assistant niya. While you were writing for today, you became uh, you became known for for your band. No? Uh, I don't know what to call it. I'm not from that world, so I don't want to take a stab at uh, trying well, to classify that. Well, it started out spoken word jazz, no? Pero we started to uh, expand beyond jazz. So, yung element ng funk, soul, rock, experimental. So, it's basically it. Parang you have a jazz rock band with someone who does not sing. So we started with three people and four people then before we sort of took a hiatus two years, three years ago, we were already ten in the band. Yung simula nun, kasi kailangan ko lang ng parang backup para nagbabasa ko ng to promote the poetry book, no? yung first first poetry book. The, your, your first hits were Astro so, and tsaka gusto ko ng Baboy. Ay, talk about that. Yung gusto ko ng Baboy was, of course, yung parang siguro yung ilang pinakakilala sa amin. Uh, inspired siya ng Animal Farm at ng ating alamin ni Jerry Jeronimo at ng Tanduay. Siguro kung ano ko ngayon, kung paano ko magsalita yung ugali, pananaw ko sa buhay, was clearly uh, sculpted by the punk rock ethos. No? Tapos itong kantang to, nung narinig ko, sabi ko, para, para may ibang bundong bumukas. So, ito yung Kill the Poor by the band called The Dead Kennedys. Efficiency and progress will all be ours once more once we have the neutron bomb. So, unang narinig ko, parang, my God, anong katayan, kill the poor. Yun pala, satirical siya, no? Na lumabas yan 1980, 1981, hanggang mas nagiging relevant pa siya ngayon, ha? parang ko nga, no? The, the, the song is talking about, parang, okay, cleaning up the slums, streets for a a clean and orderly society. Parang ganun. Sounds familiar, di ba? So, yun yung unang-una kong entry point sa punk rock. You were obviously politically aware. Were you angry? I suppose there is a seething undercurrent of not really anger yet, no. Probably the anger manifests itself in the live performance. But the constant feeling of dissatisfaction and something skewed that needs to be realigned. What did that represent in in your life? Parang social consciousness, some music. Kasi uh, nung mga early 90s, ito na yung mga grunge, etc., etc. Yung mga metal na galing sa, napapanood sa MTV. Very solipsistic. Parang I, me, myself alone. And here comes Joy Ayala na parang reminding you na... Oh, 
ang katotohanan ay may dalawang mukha Ang tama sa iyo ay mali sa tingin ng iba May puti, may itim, liwanag at dilim May pumapay babaw at may sumasailalim Now, Okay, now fast forward tayo. You have the brains and the, the passion obviously for the written word. Clearly, people listening in will say will agree. You have the voice for radio. Did you see yourself as having the entire package for TV? Sobrang sobrang hindi. I mean, yung pagbabanda palang na maging bokalista na ako stretch na yun eh, absurd na yun eh. Tapos, well, before TV, may mga kumukuha na ng mga radio plugs, voiceover, commercials. Etong di ko makalimutan Robbie Alampay. Merong isang uh, production outfit. Pinapunta nila ako kasi parang may commercial. Merong, merong point sa history ng radio. Ang peg nila, boses ko. Yung parang tamad. Ganyan. Tapos parang may konting jazz sa likod. So, nagboses ako. Would you believe hindi pa ako natanggap, Robby? Kasi masyad, sabi ng mga producers, masyad rin patay yung boses mo. Parang tainan to. Ako yung peg nyo, ako pa hindi natanggap. So, they got someone who sounded like me. How did this start where you would not only become a brand, but an icon? Nung nasa ABS-CBN pa lang siya, si Patrick Paas, yung ating bossing dito sa TV, kinukuha niya na ako to write or to produce, no? Parang something satirical for late night news. Parang just before yung sign-off, ganyan. Yung idea namin, parang sick o'clock news na mas lasing. Uh, hindi natuloy. After a few years, kinunta ko ni Patrick Paes. Merong 10pm newscast noon sa TV5, ang pangalan 10, the evening news. Sabi niya, I'll give you a block, bahala ka, gagawin mo. Parang 3 minutes, 2 minutes, anong pwede kong gawin doon? Eh, wala naman ako alam sa pag-television broadcast, etc. Although, May idea ako paano gumawa ng music ah, at ng music videos. So, inisip ko, why not do some a kind of a audio-visual op-ed piece? Describe this whole time with TV5 and, and ito na, I mean, this, this stage of your evolution. And what is the fairest way you think should, should people cast you as? Hindi ko nga alam eh. Pero maganda rin tanongin kung mahalagang usapin pa rin ba yun na kailangan may, may isang imahen ka lang. Iba na rin kasi ngayon eh, di ba? Then naalala mo, Rob, before 1987 or before 1986, parang napaka-unimaginable na may magtatagalog sa news, sa newscast, di ba? Ngayon parang pag sinasabi mo sa bata na, oh, yung, yung, yung primetime newscast yun. At yung mga talk show nun ay English. Parang hindi ma-imagine ng mga bata yun. So, andito tayo siguro sa bagong period ng broadcast na siguro may mabinabasag tayong mga ideas kung ano dapat ang broadcaster, ano ba ang broadcast dapat, ano ba yung mga katanggap-tanggap ng mga paradigms ng, ko, ng expression sa okay, So, you're open to new paradigms. But did you, when they said, do the weather? Na-excite ako actually, sa to, sa weather. Na-excite ako. At... Hanggang ngayon sa akin, ano siya? Exciting field pa rin siya sa akin. Uh, wala nang mas misteryoso pa sa bagyo. Okay. Um, next song. 
Okay, ito parang lumang bagong kanta. Luma siya kasi parang original siya ni Minnie Riperton. Pero, kinover siya ng isang banda na electronic. Ang pangalan ng banda ay Four. Number Four, Four Hero. Na ano sila, parang electronic uh, drum and bass. Pero, ang interesting dito, pag pinanggam mo yung version ng Four Hero is almost exactly the same as Minnie Riperton's. Etong kantang to ay Le Fleur. Nung umalis ako ng today, umalis ako doon kasi nanalo ako ng grant sa NCCA, yung kauna-una ng Writers Prize nila. So nanalo ako sa Poetry Division. Ang premium noon 250,000. Tapos may one year ka to finish the book. Mula nung nag-start ako sa today, Rob, never ako nagkaroon ng pagkakataon na magbakasyon. Kahit ilang leave lang na wala talaga. Hindi ako nagkaroon ng pagkakataon tumambay kasi Parang third year pa lang ako nagtatrabaho na nagko-contribute na ako. So finally, parang paalam na kaya ako. So 2,000 nagpaalam ako. Nasanay ako na buong buhay ko nag-work ako. And all of a sudden, here comes a chance parang for one year hindi ka magtatrabaho. Babayaran ka ng gobyerno para tumunganga lang. Yan yung soundtrack nung isang taon ko na tumanga. And then fast forward to now you are a celebrity. You're re- recognizable. People recognize you for the wrong people sometimes, but they know that you are from TV. You're making money off of uh, not just royalties from things you've done before, music and literature, and now you're endorsing food and beverages. Speaking of somebody who, uh, who understands and appreciates absurdities, How absurd is this? It is the height of. Pero, it is absurd at the same time also so, I, I always put a damper on everything. Na I always try to remind myself that all this is temporary. Alam bakit? Kasi nung six years ko sa today, ang dami ko na-interview yung Rob na mga ganyan. Di ba yung April Boy Rihino lang natin for flip? Yung ugali na parang Diyos lang, magpapatumba sa akin. Again. Mga celebrities na in-interview mo that you think they, the fame would last forever. So ngayon, kita mo. Yung adik na, super hunk dati. Ngayon, tito roles na lang, mga ganun. So, you, you remind yourself of those instances. They sober you up instantly na parang re- relax ka lang. May sinama ka rin ditong jazz piece sa playlist mo. Miles Davis at John Coltrane Live 1958. Yung umi- mainit na na-solo nila Miles Davis at John Coltrane, yung nagpapalita na sila ng solo, doon ko na-realize ang improvised bebop jazz can be as intense as the worst punk rock or the most intense heavy metal passage ever. May ganun siyang energy na minsan parang para kasi nampal eh. Yan ang na-realize ko yun. Ay God, punk na punk to. Tapos, yung music pa yun. Pag binasa mo pa yung buhay nila, putya, mas punk pa sila sa mga punks. Mga heroin addicts, 
hindi lang yun so they have to deal with racism kasi mga itim sila no 50s, 60s yung mga civil rights issues So reflecting back on this whole uh, this whole journey as we said and tawag natin dito soundtrack ng ng buhay ko what's the story arc so far i mean how would you summarize the story arc start out as ang weird no nung high school ako gusto ko maging pintor eh Kurt Vonnegut no sa mga paborito kong mga writers may binabanggit siya dati lagi na unannounced changes in lives itineraries are like dancing lessons from god gandang-gandang quote noon so dancing lesson, absolutely wala kang control. Minsan, hilahin ka dito, punta ka dyan, punta ka doon. Diba? Wala kang choice, sumunod ka na lang. Tsaka ka na lang mag-e-effort, pag dato ka na sa direction na yun, doon ka magtarabaho, huwag kang magdamad-damad. May, may, may beauty yung ano yan. Uh, I think it's a very Zen slash Buddhist uh, idea na being in the moment, being in the present. Yung anxiety arises from thinking about what had happened and what is going to happen. Yan. So, you, you lose focus of the present. Ang corny, no? Pero parang ganun. But right now, are you in the moment or are you thinking of what they want to do next? Moment. Kasi, in the few times na pinlano ko yung mga ganyan, hindi siya nag-work talaga. Merong dancing lesson talaga na mas malakas ang hatak. This episode of Puma Podcast was produced by myself, Trisha Aquino, Mikel Bolante, and Nico Bolante. Follow Puma Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Look for us on Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, Facebook, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maraming salamat po. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.